This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, another Astros podcast. This one's stroked to right field. Grossman's got it all here inside the foul pole of right field. And Robbie Grossman has a homer. His fifth of the season makes it an 8-2 ball game. The Astros came into this game winning seven of their last ten games against the Twins. Trailed by six here. One-two. That's hit sharply. It just fair down the right field line. And that hits off the sidewall down the line. Reddick scores easily. Altuve on his way to third. And it's an RBI single for Carlos Correa. Eight to three twins. Oh, one. And that's hit well to left field. Fairly deep. Going back. Adrianza on the warning track. He leaves. And he can't catch it. Hit off his glove and then off the wall. Two runs will score as Altuve and Correa come in. Beltran goes to second. It's a two-run single for Gonzalez. And it's now an 8-5 to five Twins lead. A great catch by Adrianza. But just as he tried to secure it in his glove, he, he knocked into that padded wall and it knocked it out. 1-1. One, one. That's grounded sharply. Diving is the shortstop, and he gets it to second in time, but to first not in time. Nice diving stop by Polanco as a run scores. Beltron comes in, and it is 8-6 in favor of the Twins. 2-1. And Springer lines it in the left field for a base hit. Gonzalez can walk home. Marisnik will stop at second. Springer's RBI single now gets the Astros to within eight to seven. Something silly going on around here. It's magic with the Astros season continues. Can you imagine down eight to two going into the eighth inning? Left arm dangling by his side. Now the hands come together for Breslow. Here's a 3-1. And Reddick hits this one softly in the right center field. Buxton coming on, and it hits off his glove. Coming in to score is Marisnik. Springer around third, trying to score. Throw to the plate. The slide. Save. Astros are on top. Oh, my goodness. Astros trailed 8-2 to two coming into the inning. And they now lead it 9-8. Can you believe it? Night after night for the Astros. It seems like it's somebody new. It was... A death by a million cuts this inning applied by the Astros. That one hung up in the air that seemed like forever. Eddie Rosario came in on it, had the thumb of his glove on that baseball, and it clanked out. Now the 1-1. And that's lined off the glove of a diving bower and in the right field. Reddick scores 10-8 Astros. Jose Altuve, his second hit of the game, reaches for the second time this inning. And Beltran cranks one down the right field line. Ball is hooking, and it is gone! Curls around the foul pole. A three-run home run for Carlos Beltran. And the Astros now lead it 13-8. They have scored 11 runs here in the eighth inning. All right, hanging out in the dugout before batting practice with Evan Gaddis here on Asher Launch. This is Steve Sparks. And uh, crazy game yesterday. Uh, let's just get this over with. Have you ever seen anything like that, 11 runs in the eighth inning? Never. It was, a, it was ridiculous. Rain delay and all. Yeah. It was uh, just a bizarre game. Glad uh, glad we came out on top. And, um, you know, that game kind of could have went 
could have went both ways. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just glad to be on top. Glad to uh, to keep winning ball games. And yeah, glad we won it. What's the dugout like uh, when, when that inning was going on? Was there some belief going on as it progressed? Well, I thought we were. Uh, uh, Cora looked at me like he said at first, he's like, we're going to win this game. I think we were down by, I don't know how many we were down by. It was right after uh, Altuve got hit, and uh, Presley was in the game. Urban Santana threw a great game. He's, he's, he's doing an incredible job. Um, we got to the bullpen, and, um, yeah, it was kind of a mix of emotions. Uh, the rain delay, then they, it was raining hard earlier in the game, and then they decided to bring the tarp on in the middle of George Springer's at bat when he had a chance. He could have gone ahead if they hit a home run right there. I mean, in a 2-0 count against the lefty. I mean, it's not uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. George goes deep right there. So, uh, I don't know, we were kind of a little bit of frustration and stuff like that, like, you know. But, uh, you know, it only lasted a couple minutes, and then they – you know, take the tarp off, whatever, and then we end up scoring all those runs anyway. This team reminds me of your uh, middle school basketball team a little bit. Let's talk about that. You, you guys, maybe not the same win one loss record, but uh, tell me about that team. It's a pretty pretty serious basketball player as a as a, a youngster, but I had to focus on baseball. Um, you know, little seventh grade B team, middle school basketball team. Yeah, we had a completely uh, defeated season. So and, no wins. Uh, no wins. No wins. For the, no wins for the kids. So you and your buddy decided to go out for basketball <laughs> one year, kind of as a lark, it sounds like. You guys are out there. I and you guys would play little games out there, like who could do what first. Like foul out the first. <laughs> like see how many, how fast can we foul out of this game so we don't have to play anymore. <laughs> you ever get a technical? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. We didn't, we didn't even know the difference. It was just kind of... You know, it was like prison rules basketball. It was hilarious. So I'm picturing your parents coming to the game and maybe show up a little bit late. Yeah. Wondering why you're not in the game because you fouled out in the first quarter. Yeah, it's like feeling guilty. Like, please don't support me in this. <laughs> Do not support my basketball. But uh, it got us out of PE and, uh, and it gave us something to do for fun. Would you would you feel like uh, you wanted to play professional baseball? Was it pretty young or just dreams or did you feel like you had a chance early? Uh, I had no idea, like, as far as, like, a, a chance, you know, it's it's more like a just a, a dream whenever you're a kid. Yeah. But uh, I remember well, I played against a lot of uh, a lot of good players. I knew, I, I I thought when I was a kid like that, if I didn't make it to the big leagues, I would play against people. Like, when I was a kid, that would make it to the big leagues. Um, and uh, I was always wondering how, how good other people were. Uh, big leaguers at the time, whenever they were my age, yeah. like being 10, 11, 12, like wondering how how good they were when they were 10, 11, and 12. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's cool to talk about now, um, you know, having made it to the big leagues. It's uh, it's crazy. I'm just, you know, it makes me grateful, happy that I did make it. But, yeah, coming up, uh, it was always a dream. It wasn't until I got drafted after I quit ball and then came back and got drafted and then had a good year in low A. After my rookie ball season, I went to short season rookie ball, and then after that I thought I had a chance. Last question. Thinking about a 10- or 11-year-old kid, what would your advice be to him? If he was a hitter, what do you know now that you think you would help a kid right now as he develops? Uh, I would never be afraid to make an out, and I would do my best to – not hit pitcher to hit pitches I want to hit pitches I know that I can do damage on the ball I, uh, swinging at pitches I know I can hit hard versus what they're going to throw me and uh, sometimes I mean whenever you you show you show people that you can hit 
you know, fastballs hard or whatever, and they start throwing you a bunch of junk like me when I was a kid. I think I would just I would just swing because I thought I could hit it. And I mean, it kind of it kind of it's the same game now. It's just a little more fine. Just trying to get pitches that I can drive, getting uh, swinging at strikes. There you go. That's Evan Gaddis, catcher in DH with this uh, unbelievable yeah. Astros team. Uh, you got something else to say? Oh, no, I was just want to mention and seventh-grade B-team basketball star. Seventh-grade B-team basketball star. Defeated team that year. Defeated. <laughs> Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. There's a 2-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out, and that is the ball game. How about the Houston Astros? Down 8-2 to two going into the eighth. They score 11 runs in the eighth inning to take the lead, and they win this one 16-8. One of the more impressive, one of the more improbable wins in the Astros' history. Absolutely. This may go down as the Memorial Day melee or something like that. The Astros kicking off the start of summer is the hottest team in baseball. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager A.J. Hench. And looked like you were going to be blown out in that game yesterday, down 8-2, to two, going into the eighth inning. But not only did you, you come back and take the lead with that 11-run eighth inning, but wound up winning the game by eight runs. I mean, just a historic comeback in, in so many ways. Incredible game for us. I mean, obviously the 11 runs in the eighth inning is one thing, but just the way that they put up a huge inning uh, with their seven-run inning, and rarely do you come back. That usually takes control of the game, and the rest of the game takes care of itself. But our guys hung in there, stayed in the at-bats. We had a number of good at-bats in the 11-run eighth that were singles. There were, were a couple extra base hits. There were a couple walks. There was a big home run. So a little bit of everything to put that together, but one of the most remarkable innings I've ever seen. I felt like it just kind of epitomized what we've seen from this offense all year. I mean, that was an extreme example of it, but just quality at bat after quality at bat. And even after you got the big lead, it wasn't like the, the guys let up. There were still quality at bats after that. Yeah, it's one of the things we take pride in. And, and when it when you piece it together and make good swing decisions and make, you know, you execute at bats, it's amazing what can happen with this club. But the next at bat kept being in a better position than the previous at bat and, and kept handing the baton to the next guy. And, and we got more productive as the inning went on. Jordan Jankowski came on and basically a mop-up role to try and take one for the team to a certain extent but he winds up getting his first major league win out of, out of all that he did and it, you know it was a uh, the highs and lows of that type of situation where he comes in he knows he's got to get as many innings as he can he's not a guy who's stretched out tremendously long goes and does that keeps us you know where it was uh we end up getting hit get, taking the lead while he's in the game he gets the win after the game we option him back to triple a to get a fresh arm up here and he understands that's the way it is it's going to be a situation where we call guys up and down to fill this spot. We've done it a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, but um, happy for him that he gets his first win. You know, hope to see him again soon when, when we need him. And that fresh arm that you're bringing up to replace Jankowski on the active roster is, is David Paulino. He started the year on the DL, has worked his way back, been tri- pitching at, down at AAA Fresno. How do you plan on using Paulino? Well, tonight he'll be in the bullpen in case of an extended game or, you know, maybe even an extra inning game if we need an extra arm. But our, we're anticipating him starting tomorrow in place of Musgrove. We're going to push Musgrove back uh, and, and ultimately put him on the DL for 10 days, have him skip this start for a couple of reasons. One is physically he's not 100%. He's not hurting, but he's not 100%. And, and two, it's such a long season. We want to you know, take advantage of, of an extended time in between starts and just give him a little bit of a blow. Unfortunate timing for Musgrove. I mean, it's never good timing when you go on the DL, but obviously coming off his, his best outing of the year. Yeah, and it's, it is. And it's, you know, physically, you know, we've got to always stay in tune with what our guys are doing. This is the most uh, starts in a row that he's made in his career. It's um, it's a tough schedule for him, and and you get these, you know, get to June, you get these nicks and bruises, and 
and soreness that, that starts to creep up. So we're trying to stay proactive in, in front of that. Uh, and if there's any sign of discomfort, we're going to end up being conservative. Same way we do with Keuchel, same way we've done it with, with Morton. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.